and welcome back to Try Not to Die. I'm your domesticated maldiction, Noah Perito, and I'm here with our two schemers. Lisa <laughs> Condemi, a.k.a. Gorgonzola, Mr. Dad for these godly thighs. <laughs> Oh, good. Yeah, Smite would. We were talking about if this would be offensive to any characters. I do think that Smite would be like, oh, well, maybe we shouldn't Don't, like talk shouldn't about it that, that way. <laughs> it's, it's cool, but uh, maybe not in the future. She died kinda, for our sins. Kind of so. disrespectful. It's kind of like if you just if someone sacrificed themselves for you and then you made fun of them <laughs> yeah. for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fine. So. And who are you over there on the other side of this beautiful long table? Oh, my God. It's Ashley Goodwin, a.k.a. Brigid, acquired the all-fire via the first elf named Promia. Ooh. <laughs> daring, daring to rhyme via with Promia. This... I know we were considering gonorrhea for a little yeah, bit. You couldn't no. squeeze that one in? Couldn't, yeah. no. I didn't want to say gonorrhea. <laughs> so many other rhymes we talked through prior to this. But I just said it, so I guess it wasn't worth it to have the worst <laughs> intro ever. Well, you know, it's no, not the... Be believe me, I've ones. been re-listening to the entire podcast to remaster it. I can assure you that there are worse intros. We've stepped up our game, certainly. We really also, have. Um, I just want to say, like, mine was like helpful for people to remember what happened last episode mine was helpful for people to remember that my thighs are thick <laughs> i think that no one forgot at any point that yeah, that was true. no one forgot how thick those thighs were and two the recap is my job so let's get to the recap yeah do your job do whatever you sassy do my fucking job i didn't think you would so <laughs> last time the fearsome threesome snuck their way into the omni mountain city of the socket Using the chaos caused by the Shrieker Barbershop Octet Brigid had summoned with a magic bean, wow, D&D is fun, Zola, in disguise as the Drow Drin, tossed her friends in the bag of holding and deceived the guards into letting her in. True madness. Inside the walls, Zola bolted into some nearby barracks, hiding in a bathroom stall to let Brigid and Smite catch their breath. The three plotted their next move, deciding to continue to have seven minutes in heaven in the bag while Zola sought shelter for the night. But not really. But not really. I mean, you know, they're both. Seven like, is, you know, relevant. This is more purgatory. Yeah. It's like seven, seven minutes in the void. Seven minutes in the void. With a bunch of garbage that void. I cleaned. Disguising <laughs> herself that. as a different gayer drow, Zola left the bathroom of the barracks and was immediately reprimanded for not being in uniform by a superior officer. I thought I would look like I was clocking out. It's. But I, I don't think know how you army don't works. know how army works. I don't know how army works. <laughs> <laughs> I'm baby. He took her name um, down. My shift's over, mate. Um, hey, you mind if I go to the club now that I'm done here at army school? Cool. Bye. Uh, he took her name down, Gren, and sent her back towards the residential district. Another loose end lit like a fuse. A few close calls later, the party ended up heading into one of the office buildings, making their way through to a room of busy employees in the archive on the second floor. While Zola found them a supply closet to crash in, Brigid and Smite grabbed documents on Balderheim, where the Eternal Army was being sent to, and the First Might, those exiled north of the Ouroboros Mountains, after the War of the Mara and Mara. After knocking out a Durgar janitor, stealing his clothes, and tying him up, the three settled in the tiny room to pour over do the it. documents. <laughs> I, I really didn't want to do it we, that time. You know, he really, he really made it hard for you to not do it. It was reluctant to do it to him. You had to do it to him. You had to do it to him. You learned three things. One. Well, you learned a lot of things, but here, say, yeah, well, here's the first three, three things, things you, learned. you learned. One, the Omni Malum had existed for some time and spent that time infiltrating the governments of Central Emeralia. 
the only nation that resisted their influence was the first might. Two, possibly frustrated and definitely unwilling to negotiate, the Omnimalans stole a sacred item from them, framing the crime on the kingdom of Leoniel to instigate a conflict between the nations. Three, with the first might convinced of their guilt and the Leoniel unwittingly being manipulated, the War of the Mara and Mara began, leading to the destruction and exile of the first might and the coup that deposed of the Leoniel family when their handling of the war failed the people's expectations. Reeling from these developments but in desperate need of sleep, the party settled in for a long rest, Zola on first watch so Brigid could trance. Zola spent the time reading more, and through this learned that the war ended with the fall of Hermaji, where Guda, chief leader of the First Might, was killed, while his daughter, her mother, Mozzarella, ended up fleeing with the few survivors of the battle. Gorgonzola, daughter of a farmer from Milkwick, was a princess! Super fucking princess. Super fucking Super princess. Fucking <laughs> While Zola learned of her birthright, Brigid fell into a deep trance, going back into the first of her past lives, the first keeper of the Allfire, Promia. In this vision, Promia argued with Corellum, god of the elves, just before he was to leave the material plane with the rest of the divine beings after the malediction. Understanding her fears that the evil would persist regardless of any deal struck, he bestowed upon her the spirit of the Allfire as a tool for survival. In an unexpected moment of autonomy, Corellin spoke directly to Brigid, and she was given a moment to ask one question. Her choice? A question about the nature of the Wild Shard. The response? Apparently the last time something like it existed, the malediction had occurred. And that's where we are right now! It's fucking heavy. Is yeah. that a malediction in your pocket, or are you just, <laughs> just happy up. to watch your gods leave the plane? <laughs> As Corellin's words hang <laughs> in the air for you, Brigid, you begin to fall back, the trance blurring. You see the colors of the jungle and the fires and the smoke of the, the battle that was there fading from view as you <gasps> snap, immediately snap up. You bonk your head on the top of the shelf because you guys had said oh. you were sleeping in the shelves. Uh, a few <laughs> things like topple over. Um, immediately you see still in like, like, like his weasel form like pop up in the air uh, and Smite like rolls over and goes, I'm up, I'm up, and like hits his head on one of the shelves. Morning, everyone. Oh, Just kidding. Fuck. It's not the morning. Yeah. I'm almost, I'm, I'm almost done sleeping. I feel great. Oh my God. Are you Okay. You almost hit, um, what's the janitor's name? Does he have a name tag? You guys, uh, yeah, you look closely and you see he does have a little name tag. Um, it is not on his body because you, um, forget to wear his overalls. Forget to wear his Gulp Shitto. G-U-L-P-S-H-I-T-T-O. You almost hit, whoa. Okay. Wow. You almost hit gulp. Gulp. Are you good? You're gulp now. Oh my God. Are you okay? What's going on? I look over at Zola and I look to Zola's pocket where I know Zola keeps the shard all the time. And I'm just uh, like fighting in my brain. Are like, you looking do- at my thighs? <laughs> do, I tell, do I tell Zola or not? <laughs> I just had the craziest dream. Like a dream or a vision? Because like we have those over here. Yeah, constantly. Feels like almost every night I'm getting like pew, 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 it was, just from a dead god. I was <laughs> like, it's not even looking at Smite. It was one of my past lives. One oh. of my past lives as the Allfire. I didn't realize that I was the second elf ever to to carry it. And wow, the first was the very first elf ever. Whoa. Does that make you the last? That's what he said. I think. Ring a bell? Uh, give me a history check. 
Mm, taps his, smite <laughs> taps his chin. 21. 21. Promia, Promia, Promia. You aren't really familiar necessarily with the specific lore of the Allfire, which mm-hmm. is a pretty well-kept secret among Brigitte's people, mm-hmm. but you are familiar with the like origin stories of some of the races that live in Feyfall, and you know that Corellin, god of the elves, created the first of their kind, and his first daughter, of, for lack of a better term, was Promia, who was a powerful druid of the time. Um, you don't, you know, it's it's one of those, like, epic, it's almost like learning about, like, Gilgamesh. It's, you mm-hmm. know, it's someone who's, like, it's an ancient story. You know the beats, maybe, of, right. like, the heroics she's gone through and, like, mm-hmm. how, you know, she helped, like, fight off vast armies of Asmodeus and Lolth and stuff. But you you don't know any more details about than Promia. what, yeah. Uh, I mean, I know the beats. <laughs> <laughs> the hits, the Promia's uh, top ten. She... she... Well, me, we were speaking to Krellin, who was leaving this plane after the malediction. He bestowed the Allfire onto Promia, and and now it's with me. And I, like, hold out my hand, and Pyre comes into my hand as a little flame. Just a little blossoming little ball of fire. Pyre, you're really old. (laughs) Yeah, you see Pyre, like, is kind of in this <laughs> tiny little firefox form. And just, <laughs> uh, uh, you know that this spirit has had thousands, like, thousands a, a, like of lives. a few thousands of years alive. I look at I look at Pyre very lovingly. Um, Have you ever, like, talked to Pyre? Like, a- asked Pyre stuff? Like, maybe Pyre has memories. Maybe Pyre can help us. Maybe Pyre could help us, actually, because when I was speaking to Kral and Espromia, he explained to me that the fire was a weapon and a tool to keep away. I couldn't. What's the word that he said? Aberrations. 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 Yeah, you're nailing it. Nice. <laughs> Aberrations are. Give me a history check. So. Uh... Eighteen. There are creatures in the multiverse that defy explanation. They defy logic. They couldn't have evolved from anything. They couldn't they couldn't have formed from anything but the madness that is like the primordial soup of creation. These mm-hmm. creatures, they vary in in appearance and mentality and power, but knowing if if something is happening with an aberration it is not good it it, yeah. it does not turn out well for people if an aberration is showing up in the mix aberrations are these like crazy fucked up soup beings whoa they're from soup they're from soup universe soup damn damn sits down for a moment so the all fire was meant to to keep to fight them or keep them at bay yeah you're basically um, like the great, 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 great granddaughter of a god. That's kind of crazy. It is yeah. kind of crazy, as all elves are, to be honest. True, you're right. You're yeah, right. yeah, yeah. But it's but still, I, I, I mean, am, you're I am like just a, a humble druid. Case. I I don't view myself any better than any of the other druids. Listen, modesty elves. is. I do. Modesty is great, but yeah, like I'm I'm with Zola on this one. It's fucking awesome, guys. I mean, I'm sure it's great that you really said cool, that, but, but I feel like something bad is happening, and. Right before I came out of my trance, 
he said I could ask him one question. Oh. My mind went blank. I didn't know. You? Yeah, me. He, at first I was, was Promia and having this sort of memory. And then he looked right through me. He looked right into my, my head and he was he addressed me as Brigid. Smite and I vision. look at each other and both say, lucid dreaming. Lucid dreaming. <laughs> God, God vision, God vision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on, go on. And he t- and he 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 told me I could ask him one question, and my mind went blank. I didn't know, but I. It's a lot of pressure. It is a lot of pressure, yeah. honestly, and, and, and I'm so stressed too. out, and I just didn't I didn't know what to say, and so I just the first thing I thought of was the shard. I mean, yeah, that's a great because honestly, a great, great question. Of all the people to ask, that's who you should. A god would fucking the last know time or something. I, the last time I slept, I was I thought about the shard too. Anyway, so mm-hmm. that's the first thing that I thought of, and he told me that the last time he saw it was the maldiction, when he left this plane with all of the other gods, and that I I inferenced that somehow it had it had a hand in the destruction that occurred here. Smite looks at you, Zola, with the, and you know he's literally projecting that memory of him saying to you like. <laughs> If I need to smash this thing for you, like, I'm here to smash it, but you have to give me the go-ahead. Gorgon's lost going. Normal. Seems normal. Fuck. All right. I know. I know. It's the elephant in the room. I've got a magical nuke in my pocket. Listen, I really don't want to one-up you. Is this a bad time to mention that I might be royalty? What? What? I don't think the. I don't know if it's. I was only sleeping for four hours. What the fuck did I miss? Oh, God, just a, a, smoke just right a little nighttime reading. You smoke? Not, don't smoke. Not habitually. Do you okay. smoke people? Or? Listen, let's let's focus on the princess Even thing. One a month. I thought the princess you just smoke people. Let's focus. Uh, okay, I no, do for that sure. too. That's very clever. Princess very is so gendery. I'm thinking maybe like heir heir to the. I mean, that's fucking epic heir to as the hell. Might. That's that's pretty sick. That's pretty. Right? I think yeah. that's the fucking heir to the, heir mi- to the What's might. the might? So I'm not wearing like a gown or something. Okay, so the first might was like the orcs, the goblins, the giants, like all of the people who basically are like under the foot of the empire today. And well, I filled them in on everything. Mm-hmm. I filled mm-hmm. them in on how Altar Aurelius was a, um, a plant, a puppet, puppet of the Omni industry plant. Exactly. <laughs> How Otto wasn't in his Um Ultimately, that my mother and my grandfather were royalty of the first might, or at least um, held held in high reverence. I don't really know about the culture too much, so yeah. oh. I, it could just be like a figurehead thing, or still, it could be like really cool. But I don't, I don't want to be like a ruler. He like lo- I'm not um, into that. Smite looks over your wow. shoulder um, down into the documents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, they say princess here, but that could just be a mistranslation. So, I mean. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like. They're like these people. But the thing is. They don't, does it say princess? It In these documents, it does. It doesn't say princess, but it says queen, queen. Yeah, for, yeah, yeah. yeah, for your mother. So, like, in by yeah. their terms, inference would be princess. Right. It's been, like, um, translated probably from the Orcish. It's probably something really, really sick and cool. Yeah, but, it, the I bet it looks really cool on paper. Like, too. princess. Yeah, fuck yeah. Hell yeah. High five. But we do we do like a little high five. A very low high five. The other thing is that it says here the Orcish king was slain, but the queen was not found. So like question mark, my mother potentially alive somewhere, chilling with what's left of the first might. Or not. 
Or not. Yeah. Or not. Right. But maybe, maybe she is. I'm but gonna, maybe she is. Yeah, and also, I'm going to say, she like rebounded quick. Yeah. Yeah. She just decided to... Her king was slain and she hooked up with Gianni Parma from Paddlewick. I, mean, I want to know what happened there. I, what's what's the timeline? Yeah, like I was going to say. There? I was like, I mean, maybe the timeline is different. Maybe she oh, hooked okay. up with him prior to fleeing the country. I was going to say. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So like, like maybe it was, was like pregnant with you. Pregnant with you during the battle? During the war, maybe. Oh. And then you got Whoa. born. That's like trauma and then passed she down. That's Fuck like yeah. trauma passed down in the womb. And that shit's real. That shit is real. That shit is real. I was saying, I thought it said that the that the king was slain. That's Chief Gouda they're yes, talking about. Her dad. Gotcha, her dad. Yes, her okay, dad. so she didn't have a, an orc um, hubby. No, she did not okay. have an orc hubby. Yeah. All right. This is exactly, and this is actually, <laughs> this demonstrates really well how this is clearly a mistranslation because yeah. saying she's a queen and then saying the king was killed in common terms, that would be like, husband and wife got killed but clearly right. they mean like i don't grandpa. think this is right yeah this, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that this the is the wording here is, is you think is, is it's a mistranslation it's like a I, dub versus yeah. you're clearly dub versus half human yeah. so yeah yeah it's not like you're you know yeah you can guys can really tell by my feet huh and you're all <laughs> sad at her feet which are just normal normal so feet like. and you're also still wearing your crocs more, just like i have human feet oh, it's more so like hard. your thighs I really i was uh, noting the thighs well okay human all right, well let's well let's deal with him first, uh, and you guys t- all turn your heads and you first see that gulp shido is um, Gosh, currently geez. like struggling in his barns. He's like <laughs> this um, pale dwarf. His eyes. His, he's awake, so he his, heard all of that. He is like he just he's came rousing. to consciousness. Yeah, like he's Jesus. not like sitting here. Dude, I didn't want to do it. You gave me no choice. Yeah, man. I mean, you could have just shut the fuck up and kept walking, but instead you, you hassled us. We're not going to kill you or anything, though. Definitely not. I mean, unless you're some kind of evil fascist, he gets re- Spike gets really in his face. <laughs> I think he just probably, like, cleans here and then has, like, a little, you know, underdark family, so. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I mean, you can't blame everyone for their surroundings. I'm going to knock you out again, though. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You, everyone simultaneously bonks him over the head. Um, I do not do that. And he slouches into unconsciousness <laughs> once more. So <laughs> just two, two very heavy bonks with the edges of your sword. He has two huge welts, like, bug, like horns, like, like yeah, Bugs Bunny style, like cartoon horns. They've pumped up now. Mm-hmm. Um, he passes back out. He's definitely going to be out at least for the rest of your rest. Smite takes a moment. All the information you guys have given him. I didn't have any weird dreams. I mean, no weirder than my normal, like, torture. Did you trance? You trance too? No, I don't trance. I st- I'm actually in the middle. I really mm. should go back to bed and finish up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, he's biphasial sleeping. Yes, mm. I, I'm doing. I'm doing my classic like <laughs> ten minutes here, an hour yeah, there. Yeah, two on, three off. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I think that this is a lot of overwhelming information. I think that the target on Zola's back just got even you bigger. Think you're overwhelmed. Yeah, I can't even imagine what the two of you are going through. All um all I can say is one, I am here for you. If you need anything, I don't know what kind of support I could possibly provide someone who's potentially bearing the end of the world on her shoulders and then also is some sort of royalty. And I think that actually goes both ways for both of you. Damn, this is some confusing shit. You should go Brit. back to sleep. Yeah, I'm going to go back to bed. Can you check on Gulp? Looks, <laughs> does a little, does a little, like, two finger under the pulse thing. Eh, he's alive, he's oh, alive. Okay. He'll be fine. I mean, 
concussed and should be found in the morning and brought to an emergency facility I'm going to put a doctor's note in his his pocket so he, yeah, write one so he could get off work tomorrow at least. Yeah, yeah. A doctor's note would be helpful. Would be helpful, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'll write that while you sleep. He doesn't have to go pay the copay to get out of of work. God, yeah. It's like, I know I have a concussion. Why do you want me to go see a doctor? Look at my head. I have horns because of how big these lumps are. Um, so you guys, you know, there's a ton of bureaucracy down here, just based on all the, <laughs> yes. what, all of the things you've this said. So this, so this, does track. Yeah. this does track. Um, so you guys kind of settle back into this room. I um, like, look, I want to like look at Sola and be like, Smite's right. We do have like a lot in common in terms of, yeah, we both have a lot of responsibility on our shoulders. I'm really, I don't know what to do about this gem feels wrong to let it from everything you've told stay, me but bad to destroy it from everything you've told me it feels like it and from the person inside it we need to destroy it but i know your friends in there it just seems like there's complex. a complex choices to be made i didn't know you're still awake <laughs> You're right. I should go to bed. And he turns over and falls asleep <laughs> instantaneously because he is so sleep deprived. We're doing girl talk. <laughs> so sorry. There's there's no good answer here. There's no yeah. And, and if there's anything I've learned as the keeper, there's no there's no perfect route. There's no way everything survives and everyone is happy and everything is good. There's always a hard decision to make. But I just want you to know that I'm here for you. And like Smite said. If you need anything. Thanks. Maybe I'll have a god vision. <laughs> you too. Wait, 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 Zola, before you go to sleep. Yeah. I forgot to I forgot to say this when Smite was awake, but okay. I guess I can tell him later. Yeah, we'll fill him in. When Corellin was talking to me, he mentioned that Mistra fell at the maldiction. Oh. I'm not sure if you guys knew that. I don't think I knew that. I th- no, well, I no, we didn't know, you didn't when, know the it, specifics, yeah. when it happened. Do you know how, how she died? Or I, When I, guess... I was thinking of the question to ask him, that was something I wanted to ask, yeah. but... No, I think you made the right choice. Yeah. Well, that's good. We have we have more information. You didn't even have to ask him because we got a little bit more information. And yeah. I'm hoping I can maybe talk to her soon. I'm working really hard on it. I'm dreaming so hard. Focus that dream energy. Lucid, dr- lucid dreaming, like you said. Yeah, we'll try. We'll. <laughs> so I'll, I'll watch over you. Counts her fingers. <laughs> begins the ceremony to try and get into her own brain. I will. Uh, I'll watch over you while you try and lucid dream. And uh, do you want me to go check out some more files or anything while you're sleeping? Um, I did have a question about what we read in the files mm-hmm. before I go to bed. I was wondering. Um, so. Y- we know that the Omni Malum were kind of snaking their way into the governments of Central Emeralia. There was no evidence of them having any presence in the Veridontes? No evidence at all. This is actually something that Brigid would for sure already know. And as we had established earlier, you know, trying when we when you guys were trying to connect problems between, that you both had been dealing with, Brigid has not been dealing with the Omni Malum. The mm-hmm. the corruption she deals with is because there is a desert of death below the mountain south of the jungle that is slowly but surely encroaching on the jungle itself. Okay. Whereas this seems that the Omni Malum either haven't had access or haven't been able to crack through whatever politically, yeah, yeah. politically or whatever defenses the the circles down there have. As I'm falling asleep, I think I'd like to kind of curl up in the corner. I put my back to Brigid and Smite and I um, pull the shard out of my pocket and hold it in my hands and while I'm laying there 
breathing, trying to fall asleep. I just focus on having like any kind of connection that I can feel to the past. Give me an, I'm going to say an arcana check. Yes, ma'am. Come on, Keegan Dice. Four. You hold the shard in your hand, the glowing rainbow, slightly tinged green rock as it slowly shifts and locks occasionally, glitching. And you focus, you're trying to collect your energies, channel the kind of magic that's within you to get in touch with this old, old source of the arcane. And as your consciousness begins to slip from you, a familiar feeling begins to creep in. A sort of sleep paralysis. Knocked on the wrong door. An in-between dream state. You hear the voice of Limburger, as if he were speaking right in your ear. The echo is long gone now. He speaks as if it were a second internal monologue. Your Highness, Stregarede Gorgonzola. Say it one more time. Stregarede. It means which heiress. Cool. Pretty sick, right? It's alright. I know you're lying. I know you fucking love it. <laughs> fucking love it. <laughs> yeah. Being an orc is is the fucking best. It's good. It's not the best. Hmm. Easily frustrated, easily flustered. You think you can just move on, deny your bloodline, become a, a, what is, a normal teenager. Go to school, take classes, make friends, fall in love. But you're not like them, Stregarede. Your blood dictates your strength. Your anger will drive your destiny. You can run as far as you'd like. But when you look back, you'll see that your footprints are stained in blood. You get flashes of pretty much every being you've ever cut down. The moment your blade has struck them off or you've thrown them into the sea off to the side of the Feral Free. You see the Grimlock below Paddlewick, the Kuatoa, Drow, that man on the street, Aurelian Sailors. Trick. You and I are alike, Stregarede. No one stands in your way. But you are also special. The blood of our forefathers running through your veins. Never mind your... human side. You are an orc. You are a warrior. You will save our people. If you let me guide you. Come. Free me. Let me teach you. Can I ask you a question? Of course. If no one stands in my way, why are you trying? I seek only to lift you higher. If you want to continue without my help, be my guest. Wander. But you will find, one way or another, that you'll end up at the destination I predict you will be at. Regardless, with me on your side or not. And me on your side? I can maybe save some of the people you care about along the way. I can maybe 
gets you to that destination faster. Spare more from your blade. Dude, you're like textbook manipulating me right now. You just threatened my loved ones. I didn't know such thing. I have not threatened anyone. Don't gaslight me. I am, am, how am I gaslighting? Explain. Because to me, it seems like you're in a dangerous situation and you have an empire that hates you and it hates your family and it hates your friends. Well, they so hate to you me, too. and so do I. Yes. I'm tired of you in my dreams. Oh, ho, ho, ho. you feel like you haven't really been seeing anything. You're in a blackness right now, but you feel and like a warmth, a rush of like this almost heat, and suddenly these green eyes open before you. One of them seems to be like drooping slightly as if it were rotting but they just float there in the blackness looking at you are you loyal to your people I am dedicated to seeing our enemies fall this world these manipulations I can help you quell them if all seems lost you free me and I will be able to protect you. So you've made a crucial error here, which is that I'm now I feel like a fucking what'd you call me? A witch? Witch heiress? Witch heiress. Yeah. So you're like a little fly buzzing in my ear right now. To a witch heiress? You can tell that he feels that you're flexing this presence that you have almost unlocked within yourself. And you see the eyes close at the corners as if he's smiling. Then let me be a fly. And I will be there when you fall. When your body begins to rot. How long do you think you can keep me in here? Can you not smell it in the air? This place, it reeks of magic. It feels like reality itself is ready to tear. You feel it too, watching you. Something about this place, it's wrong, it's ripe. Zola, you remember the objects popping out of nowhere. Some familiarity to you, but yeah. not enough that you would be like, that's mine, or I distinctly looked at that. You remember that feeling of someone watching you. This area is indeed clearly warbling in reality. There's a lack of stability to it. You're not sure why. I don't even think it's going to be my choice soon. Someone else wants to destroy you. I guess we'll see, won't we? Just remember I'm here, Stregorede. Thanks. With that, you begin to fall deeper into sleep. The eyes slowly turn to mist and disappear. As you fall into just regular kind of dreams there's la- there's not a lot of sense to it you keep on having moments where you're like oh i'm back on my farm everything's back to normal but then all of a sudden you are surrounded with flames you see cold Sefer the dragon like flying above the ships tearing through sailors you've seen so much death and it feels like it's catching up now brigid 
as you are on your watch, you see Smite begins to stir, stretches his arms. You hear he like begins to crack like every bone in his body, you know, like oh, goes God, every knuckle. Oh, uh, I hate that. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I didn't know. I'm sorry. It's I'm just used to doing it so much that it's it's kind of like biting your nails. Do you bite your nails? That's also gross. Sorry. Nailing it. Nailing it, Smite. First thing you do when you wake up is nail it. So, um... I like that song. Thanks. It's really nice. Um, You're gross, but that was a nice song. Uh, yeah, I, I am pretty gross, aren't I? I live just, in a room and don't shower often. You just need to wash your hands some more times. Yeah, I, I think I kind of get a little caught up in things sometimes, you know? Let the basics slip to the wayside. I, I can understand that. Well, purpose has been kind of thrust upon you. You've you've definitely got a lot of responsibility. I'm sure that you know. Yeah, I took it on willingly. Wow, that's impressive. You've you've handled it really well. I kind of uh, again, I kind of get caught up in it. If I'm being honest, how do you? Yeah, but you you're you're a good person. Thanks. You help you help everyone just like me. How do you? How do you control your fire? How are you able to kind of put a, a leash on it? I feel like when I go in, I'm always going in hot. I mean, it's not always like that. Some Like when I first met Zola, I couldn't control it because I was so stressed out. Sometimes things just get away from you and you have to be, you have to forgive yourself. I guess you're right. Thanks. Anyway, don't crack your knuckles again, because that's gross. Yeah, you got it. I'll wait till you guys are, you know, not in the room for me to do something. Someone cracks her knuckles in her sleep. <laughs> now I actually kind of see it. When, yeah, when she does gross, it while right? not it's conscious, creepy. it's creepy. It's creepy. <laughs> I mean, for me, it, I, I'm. You know, we're in a closet right now. It's scary. I, I don't want to hear that creepy noise. Hey, it's okay. It's okay. Everything's gonna be okay. We're gonna get out of here. We're gonna we're gonna come out of the closet. We're gonna find your uncle. We're gonna. Get the fuck out of here, and we'll get you back to the jungles. Thanks. Of course. But I just want to say that, you know, even though we've been through a lot the past, you know, 24 hours or 48 hours, or however long it's been, it's been a riveting experience with some, some enjoyable, fun moments along the way. So hopefully we can just uh, find my uncle, call my mom, Take a nap, eat something, drink water, get the fuck out of this place. Smite looks hot up from the hot. <laughs> you see, Smite looks up from the list he has labeled "hot girl summer goals" um, and <laughs> writes down the final thing. I think we had accomplished all of that. All right. Well, thanks. While you guys sit there as Zola continues to sleep, he occasionally talks about a few of the adventures he's been on in the city. You guys share some banter over times where you might have let in, let the flames get away from you a little bit and times where you've really gotten to show who you are. So tell me more about who you were before you became, you know, Landscorcher, bef- before this fun outfit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was born in the city. Uh, basically lived here my entire life. When I was like probably around 10 or so was when the War of the Marimar was really 
in full throw. So, um, things were pretty hectic around the city, I would say. You know, a lot of people getting drafted and stuff. I always wanted to fight for the kingdom, but, you know, I was a 10-year-old. So, <laughs> it didn't really make sense for me to join any sort of infantry. Um, anyways, I grew up during that time, and my parents, they worked kind of, they were like minor government leaders of the, you know, advisors of sorts, and, um, during the day of the bloody sun, when the kingdom fell, they were killed while trying to get me and my sister out of the city. You had a sister? Yeah. Um, younger. She was just a kid. Probably a baby at the time. We were trying to get out the northern gates because it was where any refugees that weren't welcome were trying to escape towards, and in the commotion of us getting passed over to the man who was going to be our guide, my parents, they were killed by... They looked like plainclothes citizens, but I suspect that they worked for Industry Plant Emperor Autoc Aurelius. So, uh, they were killed, and my sister and our guide managed to get out of the city, but I was separated from them. Barley found me in the streets. Uh, her parents had just been killed too, though that I think just actually had to do with the riots that were going on in the sprawl at the time. And she took me in, and since then I've lived at the bar and did whatever I could to help her out. She basically raised me. And when I started getting like strange visions from. Mistra, as I now know, although, you know, I guess kind of like echoes of the past or something epic like that. Uh, eyes looked so insane. <laughs> yeah, Smite's eyes get really big. Like, he, he makes it, he has no, you can tell that he clearly has no idea of, like, the relationship between his, like, paladin oath and, like, the way he's sworn it. Like, he, he, he does it in the honor of Mistra, but he's not really... He's not like sure what that means. Yeah, he's like not like oh, Mistress back, and I'm channeling her power kind of thing. He's just like, it's connected somehow. I know it for sure. <laughs> um, so once I was old enough to hold a sword, I started taking to the streets, helping out people in the sprawl, trying to get to know those who had managed to stay in the city, try and help out those who were like me and Barley. So yeah, I've been doing that for like 15 years now and then Zola kind of stumbled into my path and showed me a giant glowing rock that could destroy us all and smelled like shit and so I tagged along to make sure that it didn't destroy us all and that it just smelled like shit and nothing else and yeah that's why I'm here <laughs> that's how I got here uh, but yeah uh, met you also that was part of that little adventure and uh became best friends became best friends yeah it's about this time when zola's like ah, like just waking up you see stilton is uh sitting um in your lap zola and has been eyeing the Listening. two of them this entire time just like you know little paws cradling his head as he like looks fondly at the two of them gorgonzola um having just dreamed of um death and murder and regret um does not in fact go ah! <laughs> 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 
True, true. She was... Morning, guys. <laughs> Jeez. What the fuck happened? Bad dream? Did you sleep well? Let's just... Um, what's his favorite? Gulp smells like shit. Let's get out of here. Yeah, but he really does. I think he crapped himself while he was sleeping. Oh my god. Yeah, let's fucking... Let's bail. Um, Did you write that doctor's note? Oh, yeah, right. I got it right here. You guys <laughs> With, can talk about anything important while I was asleep, right? What? We just look at each other. Uh, I I put my hair I behind. I look at Stilton like they definitely made out. I put my hair Stilton, behind my ear. Stilton does like the <laughs> paw under the throat like they didn't, but then looks at you with a like, but they may have if you stayed asleep. Um, Sorry. <laughs> um, you guys uh, kind of start settling into the day. You may, of course, hit your long rest buttons. You are fully rested. You've got all your slots back, all your abilities back. I'm just going to prep some new smells. Yeah, you can take new the smells. time. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, I can't get over that. He crapped himself. I'm not, I'm not in love with the idea that while we were having this chat, the janitor crapped like himself. Shit. For the record, it happened at the very end, right when Zola woke up. Right when Zola woke up, you hear, you hear, and then you look over at the dwarf who's like, oh my God. Disgusting. Um, <laughs> Wait, gotta get out of here, guys. Um, so you guys have a moment. You're kind of collecting your things. Uh, Smite. Um, peeks out the door. Seems like it's still, you know, morning by whatever standard this area is judging it by. Um, I'm going to go check some of the closets, see if we can get some more disguises. I mean, yeah. with Brigitte's overalls, maybe a little cap oh, to cover her ears. We could maybe Definitely. if we get caught, we could pass this. This place people. is freezing. Women always keep sweaters in offices. Oh, for sure. I, I You look over at one of the desks. I'm on cardigan hunt cardigans now. everywhere. Uh, yeah, you guys storm through. You find some Omni Malum <laughs> brand cardigans. cardigans. Oh you find God. some... You find oh, I a find sweater. Some ballet flats that are tucked underneath someone. Um, I give those to Smite. You're reading me, and I hate it. You find a nice, a nice little woolen hat to put over Brigitte's head to, for her ears, so that no one realizes that she is not a human and not uh -huh. a drow. Um, and you guys get all. I'm prepped. so sorry. You gotta cover those ears. Yeah, your have, ears are I have awesome. Pointy orc ears too. So I yeah, yeah, and I. Th but luckily, you have your disguise oh, yeah, ring, which can get you around the. Majority I still want to wear a cool hat. You do, yeah. You're fully dressed. Is it weird to wear a hat and Crocs? No, I think that that is your look. It seems very. My hair's too good for this. Here goes my. Thanks. Yeah, I didn't want to say anything, so uh, it takes it. Um, you guys get ready. You have a little bit of time. As we're putting on cardigans, I'm I am filling um, Smite and Brigitte in on my dream. I'm saying Limburger came to me again in my dream last night. Um. I found out I'm a witch, heiress. I thought you were a princess. No, no, we went over this. <laughs> yeah, I think you, the new, but it's not what you thought it was. It's not it's heir not, to the might. It's, it's witch not, heiress. It's witch heiress. You yeah, were fifty percent yeah. on there. That's looking really uh, good. And also, witch heiress still a still a translation. Strega, 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 strega. That's. So sick. Pretty Fuck cool. Yeah. But more Stregarede. importantly Stregarede. is that I think that like the shard is like infecting this area or something. There's something magically something's going unstable on here. here that is um, reacting with the shard. And I feel like Limburger is like close to the surface. Like we got to figure this out. 
The offer still stands. You're not helping me with creative solutions, okay, though. Okay, fine. Because you're, you don't, you didn't know my friend, so you're comfortable saying, kill your friend. But how can you say that to me? We don't know if you're going to kill your friend. If you're freeing him, you could free your friend, too. Oh, that's true. Put this cardigan on. All right, all right let's do this. Uh, <laughs> do you guys slip your cardigans on? Um, I just am kind of like, I don't, I really don't get super it. Super overwhelmed. Spy and I have just like, like spun into such like a sibling. We're like hating each other over the head, like fighting <laughs> over the remote. No, like, you know, like as he's putting on the cardigan, you like pull the, you like tie the sleeves together. He's like, fuck, no, fuck. <laughs> Stumbles over one of the cabinets, stops the ground. Knocking over Jack. Shit. Falls <laughs> out of the thing. Crashes through the window. No, um, um, We're all disguised. You guys have all gotten into your disguises. Um, you're on the like second floor of this admin building, and again, it it does seem it does seem quiet. It doesn't seem like there's anybody rushing around. Uh, you didn't see anybody when you were having your antics trying to put on cardigans, and they didn't come when you pranked Smite. So you imagine you've got a little silence and a little space right now. By the way, I don't know if this is like a bad time to s- say this, but I'm just gonna say it before we get into any shit. I hope it won't come to this, but if it do, if I pull out my sword and start acting all crazy, mm-hmm. just like duck, stay away far from you. away from me. Yeah, okay. yeah. I've but seen you do that once other won't. time, and you swung at my face. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Got it. Yeah. I'll yeah. definitely be keeping all right, my that's distance. That's how we met. Yeah, that is how we met. <laughs> There's like a <laughs> he does truly uh, like you can tell he loves that moment, even though you swung a massive sword at his face. <laughs> I just killed him. <laughs> you killed him in one. I crit. <laughs> Behead my NPC before I even get to play them. Who is that fucking guy? <laughs> uh, nobody. <laughs> um, so you guys um, begin to make your way out of this building. You head down the stairs into the empty office space. You see messy desks, you know, closed closets and stuff like that. Messy there. desks. Yeah, I know, right? There's a few overachievers who have cleaned their desks, but there's definitely some people I'm, who are oh, like... Oh, I messed those desks. <laughs> yeah, you and Smite and Bergen run through, quickly mess up some desks. Also, the doctor's room. note I wrote um, just said, I shit myself. <laughs> there's two, because Smite wrote one too. The first one says, the, per- the first one says, I'm into this. Because um, he's tied up in the closet. And then the second note says, I shit myself. And you both nod at each other going, we left the we right thing. Yeah. Not discussing what was going on. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so you guys um, begin to exit out onto the street. Uh, and you do indeed see that things are a bit different. Looking back towards the barracks, other kind of factories and forges, basically to your left from where you're standing you see that there is still some activity. There are, you know, deep gnomes, pale dwarves, drow rushing around, people still training. But this area of this sort of, like, admin office ring is quiet. Too quiet. This office faces a side street, and turning to your right, you look at the main avenue that leads towards this central column in the center of the city. As you peer around and look towards the residential ring where the mysterious, brutalist structure without windows stands nearby, you can see a barricade has been put up between you and your goal. Six Grimlocks carrying spiked bone clubs stand in the center of the Yellowstone Street. On either side of them, blocking off the rest of the road, are these stone barriers, like jersey barriers, a few feet tall and thin trapezoidal stone in shape. You hear some chatter, troops likely searching through the alleys nearby and beyond the barrier, trying to catch anyone attempting to sneak through. Standing behind this barrier, 
is Plebo Underpaddle in fine black robes, speaking with Erica Baderka in her hooded cloak, eyes glowing bright red. It seems that, with them leading the investigation, they have figured out that you've been using magic to hide throughout the city, and have set up a perimeter in the middle ring to fan out from. You see the massive block-like, like the windowless structure is probably an avenue or so closer to the central column, and it is not directly on the main boulevard. So, like, entering onto the street, those guards that you saw there don't have direct line of sight on you. But essentially, it is... You're going to have to cross through this barrier to get where you want to go. Mm-hmm. Um, Smite turns to you guys after, like, peering around the corner to see that. You see he pulls... Um, he's he pulls like a hood up over his head. He's he's got his he's not doesn't have his mask on obviously, but he he's got like a very serious kind of like eye like he's got like eyebrow on. He's like so. Here's what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. I've dealt with these kind of things before. There's been a few times where the gold goons have boxed me in and I got away even though I didn't have any of the magical toys that we're playing with today. So. There's a few ways we can go about this. Talk tactics to me. I smile. We can blast (laughs) through these bastards, turn them into cinders. We can try and sneak through these alleys and, you know, deal with the patrols as they come, you know, hopefully, maybe silently, you know, so instead of blow up shit, sneak, or deceive. And that could be as simple as us walking up and, you know, talking, or it could be, you know, throwing a magic bean or I could use thaumaturgy and like create some thunder somewhere, you know, like any sort of deception. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What do you guys think? I have an idea. Oh, what's your idea, Brendan? I think maybe what we can do set up a couple beans as a distraction and then pass without trace. Bean town. Bean town. Holy shit. How many beans do you got left? Oh, yeah. That's a great question. Let me flick them around and see. <laughs> you put your hand in and begin flicking the number of beans to count them. <laughs> <laughs> I think that you have... A bag of beans. I have... I think it was ten, because I yeah. think it was like nine plus one. Yeah, yeah. I, in my notes it says ten. And then we used one so in the tunnels, you have eight left. So this would be the seventh bean in the bag. <laughs> Third bean use. Oh, so you want to use three beans total for this each one of you plants one and then like mm, water them and run some, yeah oh that's so sick i wish we had walkie talkies i mean you do we do he pulls out his <laughs> speaking stone <laughs> you oh, run. Yeah. i can head one direction you guys could head another or something yeah well let's just go, let's go two different directions and that way yeah. we can we can find each other i but can my, just like throw a bean into a pond or something yeah well, the, the ponds are on the outside of the wall. So, but there is water here. Someone might have like Someone a koi pond have. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go looking. Let's go looking. I look for koi ponds. <laughs> uh, everyone Can give me perception, perception checks. Yeah, so we're going to basically... Actually, you know what? First, let's do a general stealth check. Assuming right. you're not... I'm going to pass can cast. trace. Okay. Before we leave, so we want to... How are we trying to draw them out? Are we trying to like... Yeah, I. here's my thought. I can head back towards the barracks Mm -hmm. and if you guys set them off like that way we don't have to cross the main avenue and get in their line of sight we can you know set it off at three different points throughout this section and then yeah yeah even if we're just like across the street from each other Mm -hmm. like yeah basically like fireworks going off in the neighborhood on like three different streets and everyone just kind of scatters and panics exactly well let's do it bean me 
puts a man down for a bean. So two or three beans. Three? You guys are each doing three. one? So you hand out these tiny beans. These They look to be totally normal. Cordizilla like, pretends uh, to throw it in her mouth. Right <laughs> oh, God, no! <laughs> Your head explodes into a pyramid. Um, the only thing I don't want to happen is that... <laughs> is the pyramid? Is the pyramid? And no, not even the pyramid. Is, is the, the statue. The statue again. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But the, the good news is the statue will just be like, they're here, they're what really if, close. Wouldn't the statue just look like how our disguises look, too? It'll be whoever's bean is planted. Okay. We'll see how it rolls mm-hmm. out. Um, so, you're going to cast Pass Without Trace. Yep. So, mark off that spell slot. Stealth checks from everyone. Don't forget to add that 10. I'll never forget. Never forget. Just add a 1 right to the left of that 0. All right. 21. I got a 17 plus my stealth though. Which 25 two, for smite. 19 to 29. 29, 25, 21. Solid stealth Still checks. somehow the loudest. Even Still when somehow magically the enhanced. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say that even like even though technically this spell is... You have, you're supposed to be within like 30 feet. I'm going to say that the way that you guys are moving... I, I'm gonna we're let not it pass. going that you're far. You're not going from that far. Other. This is we're going a block apart essentially. And like you guys all begin to creep through and you do indeed hear movement from the alleys. You hear like <laughs> like Grimlocks kind of like mumbling to each I other. I stayed with Zola. You want to so yeah. you're, you're yeah. doing this pairs. Y- yeah. I okay. think that probably Brigitte and I are like driving to the same place and then I'll probably be like, "Okay, wait here a sec and like duck like around a corner or something." Sounds good. Yeah. Like also, toss a bean into a garbage can or <laughs> into a koi pond that you Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, if I, I mean, if I see one. If, I mean, why not, right? I'm looking. Um, and it also, that actually works perfectly then because Smite, even without Pass Without Trace, is, his stealth check was higher than the passive perception of those. So even if you cool. didn't have the plus 10, it's all good. Yeah. You're with Brigid. So you guys sneak off into your locations. You get a little call on your speaking stone from Smite. I'm ready. This is Sewer Alligator. Sewer Alligator, is this uh, Watchful Falcon? This is Watchful Falcon. I am in position and ready to burn. I'm here with the flaming bean. Can I just be keeper of the all-fire? <laughs> that, it's not a code, oh. so it's it might not work. Oh, okay. What were they saying? I'm here with the flaming bean. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On three, we flick the bean. Sound good? Okay. Are we going to yell flick the bean? No. Maybe we can't? No, no, no we shouldn't. Okay, no, we shouldn't. We shouldn't, we shouldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> this is also, it's like when your friend is on the phone near you and they're saying things. You see, like, bring it, like, whips her head towards the phone. like, what are you thinking? No. Um, you guys begin to prep your beans. Um, each of you prepares, like, a little location with some, you, like, pour some water on the ground, like, dig a little hole. You Mine find it. Under, like, a little, like, gutter, like, a little drainage Brigid, pipe is coming out. Brigid uh, assembles a full Rube Goldberg machine. <laughs> <laughs> With my, really hard with my druid on powers. On a Goldberg Give machine. a survival check with advantage. Yes. Yes. Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. With advantage. Thank you for saying that. I forgot what that was. For a second, I'm so fucking nervous. Oh, 16. Oh. Very nice. Plus your survival, which I'm sure is like a plus set. five or eight. It's a plus eight, actually. Ooh. Hi, it's me. We make, we ATA worker. You see like one, two, 
Flick the bean! Uh, and like you drop your beans, they they both roll down separate gutters and like bounce off of some barrels and like a rat s- hits it with its tail. <laughs> hits it with its tail. Still and slam dunks it into a koi pond. <laughs> into it like a strange underdark koi pond that's being positioned outside of like one of this one of these office buildings. It clinks into the water. Everybody, roll me a d100. Oh, how Problem fun! Wow. <laughs> this is so fun. Seventy-six. Ninety-five, you're as born, baby. Ninety-five, and I got thirty-four. Okay, cut to Smite. (laughs) Smite has hidden himself in one of these alleys, a little bit closer to the barracks. He goes, Mister, be with me. He takes the the bean. (laughs) He says this all on the phone. (laughs) He flicks the bean, as you guys say, flick the bean. It lands in a, in a small puddle, and suddenly a blue campfire blossoms into existence and begins to just burn there. And he, it, it is out in the open, so he looks at it and goes, well, that's mine, uh, and turns around and begins oh to head back God. towards you guys. What, what was it? Just a blue campfire. Yell, and- yell fire. Fire! Fire! Just start <gasps> that should work. Um, oh he's, I'm gonna have you to roll. Uh huh. Don't on. tell me. Don't tell me. I'm gonna roll a deception check for Smite. Okay. Not great. <laughs> Even with his really high deception, still it's suspicious. Still suspicious. <laughs> definitely drawing attention. And honestly, the blue even, fire might not have gotten more. anyone. Hearing yeah. someone fake yell fire is like, I'm curious. I would like, like to look. I need to go yell at someone. <laughs> and see what is in a fire right now. Um, cutting back over to the lovely Brigid and the incredible Zola. You guys flick your beans. They go through this Rue Goldberg machine. What happens, Brigid? So uh, a fruit tree grows for me. It has 1d10 plus 20 fruit. Let's, Delicious. let's roll, I'll roll that right now. Okay. 25 fruit on okay, it. Okay, so 25 fruit, 1d8 of which act as randomly determined magic potions. You can die. One acts as a poison okay. of the GM's choice. The tree vanishes after one hour. Picked fruit remains, retaining any magic for 30 days. So, there are 25 fruits. Five of them are potions. Great. One of them is poison. And 19 are regular fruit. You watch as a young tree from the jungles of Veridontes, a sizable plant in and of itself, bursts from the ground, crack its roots, bury them deep into the stone below it, cracking the admin building nearby. Its branches shatter through windows as it begins to rise in this alley. You hear some like gasps like coming from, what the fuck, what the fuck, Just like everyone just, absolutely marveling at this huge tree that suddenly starts growing. Um, What kind of fruit? They look to be this kind of apricot-sized, greenish, orangish, yellowish kind of fruit. It's got like a mango-like hide. Um, and you see, like, as it as it grows, fruit begins to fall from grab it. Grab one, Stilton. <laughs> Stilton begins to scamper and grab I grab, like, two per ah, hand, like, two tennis balls in my hands, and I, I, I pocket them. Okay, so you grab as many as you can. You're not really sure which ones are which. You can give me a I, it survival. Does, it's, not, it's not, like, naturally apparent to it me. It doesn't say, okay. so give me a survival check. 
<laughs> chaos is beginning to break out slowly That's but surely. 19 plus 8. 19 plus 8. Yeah, you're able to tell that. Um, I, I mean, I would know this fruit because it's from the jungle. So I would I would see the ones that look a little different and know that they're the potions. You see that those ones are. Okay, so I'm going to roll a die and that's going to determine how many of the five have fallen near you. 15 to 20, all five. 10 to 15, half of them. 5 to 10, 2, and then, you know, none if you get below the 5. 14. So, three of the special fruit just fall down and, like, land softly on the stone, Those roll ones around. sound rotten, leave them. <laughs> um, one no, of them, ripe. One of them and I wink. splatters <laughs> next to it. That one looks definitely rotten. And then a few others kind of scattered throughout the space. I take the rotten one and I uh, wrap it in, like, a little cloth and I put that in my back pocket. Good I know idea. that's the poison one. As this tree begins to grow, you guys scramble to grab this fruit. What did Lisa roll? I don't want to say it. You have to. Say it. Say it. Say it. Mommy too. <laughs> a pyramid with a 60-foot square base bursts upward. Inside is a sarcophagus containing a mummy lord. The pyramid is treated mm-hmm. as the mummy lord's lair, mm-hmm. and its sarcophagus contains treasure of the GM's choice. Um, I... Um, open the door, knock on it, and say, wake up, and walk away. Um, before you can do that, a 60 fucking... It is a huge pyramid bursting from the ground. Yeah, knock on the door. As you're standing in this tree, rising up, you begin to gather the tree. Suddenly, you hear a rumbling from the ground. I need everyone to give me a dexterity saving throw. I, can I grab Zola and jump up into the tree? Um, give me... Let's do dexterity Ooh. saving throws, and I'll determine how quickly you can do that. If you both pass, it'll be trees. easier. Nice. 15 plus zero. Dexterity. Uh, it's a 17. 17 and 15 will both do it. With You guys see the ground rumbling, and Brigitte, instinctually, you're like, I should just get higher up right now. Like, Tarzan. You grab yeah. Tarzan and Jane style. Kind of reverse based on your size and build. But I, you, grab, I grab Stilton with my mouth by the scruff. And you guys begin to scramble up this tree as fast as you can. Suddenly, the earth cracks open and literal rubble begins to fly into the air as this massive pyramid, this gold stone pyramid, which looks actually a lot like the Grand Palace that is, you know, a mile or so above you, bursts from the ground and begins to rise in this alley. The buildings nearby immediately crack and begin to bend. You see one collapse into the street, scattering brick and rubble. Screams begin to roar out. Um, you... This is absolute chaos right now. Um, I'm so sorry for fucking up your whole podcast with these beans. I've been begging for this. I've been... I, the moment you knock on the door and like, or rather you can't cause you're getting pulled up in the yes. tree, but um, <laughs> everyone give me history checks. Sorry, I did a bit. Uh, 13. 19 13. plus whatever. Okay. Um, 13, you don't know a lot about mummies, but 
hell, this is not good. They are not good. And yeah, I Brigid, mean, what you... I know, like having the bag of beans, like I know that they're magical. I know what they do. Would I have any inkling that like one of them could have done this? Nope. Okay. This cool. was a hundred percent not. Bri I think Brigid, if she knew that the, there was a risk of something this crazy would happen, I don't know if she would have taken that risk. She's she's pretty wise, but. That being said, Brigid with a 19 or so is familiar with the fact that if a mummy lord or some sort of mummy lies within this tomb, going in it would be a very bad idea. And taking any treasure from it would be a worse idea if you are not able to kill the mummy inside of it. Guys, don't touch the pyramid. Just On the <laughs> You think there's treasure in there? The We're not going what in that pyramid. Don't. Mine was a goddamn bonfire. What the fuck are you guys doing? Smite, get up the tree. Let's go. You're sucked. Yes. Smite can't get up the tree. He's across the street on the other side of the barricade. Give me perception checks, because as the tree begins to rise, and it's literally like you look down, you see the massive roots of this tree are like breaking Wait. through the pyramid as it rises. Like they're connected in a way. This city is like forever changed. Pyramid and then, and like then tree. tree kind of Bur like bursting out of it from the side. Maybe the buildings around are crushed. from here, though. I think so, Because yeah, this absolutely. could be a good position. We might be able to, like, I don't know, we could, like, f fly down uh, past the barricade, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Give me those That's perception what, checks. I got a 19. And what did you get, Solon? That's why I want uh, Perception? Mm-hmm. Six. That's why I want Smite to get up in this tree so we can get down. As Zola is postulating the idea of perhaps strategizing from here, Brigid, you look down and survey the scene. You do see Smite's blue campfire, like, near the edge of the barracks. You acknowledge that, and you see Smite kind of Just weaving normal through. normal size. I thought maybe it would be, like, a giant bonfire. Yeah, I was thinking that may, it might catch another building on fire, but unfortunately, unfortunately yeah. not. It looks pretty safe. You see, he, he, like, looks back, and he's, like, shaking his head, like, looking up. It's got, up like, at stones around it. <laughs> He's literally, look, it's like well-kept. It's it a nice like, bonfire. It seems legal. It seems yeah. legal by the city district limits. You, you know? see a permit has been, is listed right next to it too. Like they're clearly allowed to have this fire here. Very impressive, Smite. Uh, Smite is running kind of like, what the fuck? They get this and I get this? Get um, up in this dream! And Brigid, you also scope out and you see the forces of the Omni Malum be have begun to slowly make their way towards where you are. You like can already see like, Grimlock, all the patrols that were in these alleys nearby that you guys had evaded to plant these beans. Plebo and Erica Baderica literally looking up as this <laughs> this huge... Isn't it right in front of them? It is literally within like, like 60 feet of them. It's like a block. It's it, I would say even less than a block because this thing burst up in the middle of an alley and kind of crushed some buildings. Everyone is in a panic right now. As Smite begins to make his way, you see that it's going to time out where he'll arrive maybe just a little before when the other forces come. So if you want to meet here, it seems like you might have to fight your way out of it. Either that or you flee and try and escape them before they can That's find true. you and find They're a different meeting place. Yeah, maybe we should, we should hang out in the tree. Yeah, I was thinking that maybe we get to like the top of the tree to avoid being like crushed by the pyramid coming out because they're right next to each yeah. other and then bounding off of the tree and going somewhere else so maybe yeah we, we do that and meet smite somewhere else but we should definitely be hiding we shouldn't be you like see from your vantage point like the tree is though there is definitely tree cover you've definitely got some, like no one has seen you yet and you do have those stealth checks which were definitely high enough you can see that the tree and the pyramid now are kind of finally setting into place and they are on level with some of the buildings nearby that haven't been crushed. Some of them are definitely structurally damaged, not necessarily safe to like be in, but 
it seems like you could, in theory, get down from here without having to go all the way to the ground. Right. So if you Slight wanted to. Evasion tactics. We're going to parkour out of here. Fucking sick. Also, what the fuck? Oh, why did I get such a shitty bean? Over. Get over it. <laughs> I can't believe you're still focused on that. Okay, there's a fucking pyramid here. It's sick. <laughs> Just bolting through. Um, everybody make stealth checks one more time as you guys begin to leave this area. Are you guys bounding off the tree onto the um Into like the building? Rooftops? I think on a rooftop, yeah. yeah. Oh, do we still pass that trace? Yeah. You guys do, yeah. Okay, 19. 19. 19? You got a nine too? Yeah. Nice. Oh, nice. twins. Nice. Um, and Princess Smite. twins. Just kidding. Eris <laughs> <laughs> twins. Um, Eris twins. Smite got a 16. So he is the least hidden, but he is still pretty well hidden as he darts through the alleys, avoiding. Yeah, there's literal chaos in the city. You looking out from your vantage point as you guys like scale down one of the branches and like hop down on one of these, these rooftops, which has some rubble scattered on it. You look out and you see that the residential district, which from this height, you see that certain sections are active while others are not. This section is a little bit more dormant as if it's kind of like their sleep schedule in this area. You see like, like crystal lights flickering on in that part of the residential section and you see like you know a few citizens coming up like, like pointing out what's at the, the building, tree in the pyramid what's the building that we jumped onto or into it looks to be another one of these kind of office administration buildings you know they're all similar height similar build they're all these kind of rectangular brutalist structures you guys are now on the rooftop we're laying flat <laughs> <laughs> literally laying. as you hear the commotion people begin to file in you hear like soldiers and the grunts of grimlocks and, and drow Fuck, 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 fuck. That was really cool, fuck. I didn't know I was going to do that. I wasn't sure. I didn't think I was going to. I got these. I wish this. I could go in there and fight that mummy. Like I got, no, that's so bad. You can't do that. You can't do that. No, it's so bad. No, it's so bad. We might have to make a pit stop all the way out. Sounds fucking cool, bro. Okay. He's I'll, 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 I'll fucking leave you. I'll fucking leave you. <laughs> Um, you're I'm just laying kidding, flat. but we should move soon because Eric is definitely going to have uh, eyesight on this rooftop soon. Yep. Okay, I, I, hold, I clutch those fruits <laughs> really close. <laughs> you guys have two audibles. <laughs> I got these fruits, I got these fruits. <laughs> what do we do with these fruits? Okay. Can I perceive what kind of potions they are? You gather that that will take a little bit of time for you to do. Not the ideal moment. For you to, like, you know, figure it out. Maybe you we don't have time to do a tasting right now. <laughs> I feel like we might have to open them up. To I'm a nervous eater, I guess. I'm almost at this big fucking block building. Or... Yeah, we're coming. We're okay, coming. cool, cool. <laughs> um, you give me one more cell check as you begin to navigate. At this point, you're kind of... It's going to be a hop to rooftop and then scale yeah. down kind of scenario. I am changing into... A Grimlock. Ooh. Yeah. Flashback to Scram episode one. <laughs> you, you you change and you look. Um, Brigid, you turn back and you see oh Zola now so looks greasy. like oh a God. massive, greasy, oh gray skin. Slipping and oh sliding, getting used to walking on feet that are greasy. Brigid simply has post-traumatic stress disorder now. So. <laughs> um, okay, so give me those stealth checks as you begin to make your way. <laughs> That's my first one. It's a nat one? It's a, it's a nat 20. Oh, it's a nat 20? It's a nat 20. A nat 20, your first one. It's a nat, nat 20. 20. B. Nat 20. It's my little B. I just got a three. <laughs> so 13. 13. Was that a group? Um, It technically was not, but 
you are above the passive perception of Erica yeah. and of Flebo, believe it or not. Like smoke evaporating in darkness, leaping rooftop to rooftop. Brigid, you are silent. Your elven heritage coming through you. You are just a shadow of a shadow. No one could possibly see you with a nat 20. And Zola, even with a 13, you're like the coattails of the silence and the shadows of Passing Trace <laughs> practically carry over into you as the two of you scramble across some broken buildings and begin to scale your way down. Give me athletic checks with advantage just because getting down, um, you, you're you for sure so We're silent. We're not worrying about but being careful. Exactly, yeah. Oh my God, what the F? Um, 24. I- with advantage, I just rolled two fives, so I got a nine. A nine. As you're climbing I mean, down, I can carry you, right? I was gonna say, as you're as you're climbing down, Zola, you look and you see Brigid grabs onto one of the like cracked bricks, and it <laughs> breaks, and she begins to tumble backwards. You have a I moment to react. E- easily, just take one arm down from where I'm hanging onto rock with my like one hand dug. Hench. I've got such a fingers holding my huge sword all the time and I just catch Brigid bridal style. (laughs) And you rolled like, what was it, 24 24, in athletics? Yeah, Yeah, with the 24 athletics, you just practice, just arm out without even looking, catch Brigid (laughs) and with that nat 20 self, no one sees you. And it's just people we running. Just pause and just freeze. <laughs> you guys watch as like a true You're holding me monk. by the scruff of my cardigan. <laughs> um, Got you by the cardi. <laughs> Thank God you guys wore those cardigans. Um, you land silently. Wait, Smite's right the... there? No, no, no. You're oh. not. No, no. Wait, we're talking. I, I love speakerphone. <laughs> um, Bad dial. Um, you guys land in this oh, side speaker alley. Stone. <laughs> speaker stone. <laughs> um, near some of these trapezoidal stone tunnels and you begin to weave your way back through. You look and you see that you are, like, based on how things, like, fell out, you're on the right side of the street. So you guys begin to weave closer and closer to this massive block of stone. You slowly approach and you see Smite staring up at the behemoth, eyes wide. A completely windowless structure towering at least five stories high. It looms a few of those trapezoidal tunnels leading from factories and other strange buildings to its sides, there seems to be one other entrance. The front door, guarded by four muscular Durgar stone guard. These pale dwarves with these tall, white, spiky mohawks, bright white eyes, and massive stone greatswords that they keep at their hip, ready to swing. They look out into the darkness like clearly they know something's going on, but this is their assigned post. They're not leaving anywhere. You see one of them like looks out and like their his eyes widen, these like pale white eyes in shock. And he turns to his ally and you can see he speaks something like something in dwarvish to him. And the two of them are like, like, what the fuck is going on over there? There's a fucking pyramid and a giant tree growing out of it. Um, Smite turns to you guys. Okay, so... This is, if, if we're going in here, this is the last thing we got to deal with. Hey, Mr. Bonfire. Hey, uh, I'm pretty sure mine was the thing that really uh, caught their attention by the barracks. <laughs> I roll my eyes. Brigid, I nod sadly. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I know it did nothing. I, I know. I know. All right. It helped. I, the, the pyramid helped. was sick. The pyramid was fucking dope. And as is the massive tree that is now growing out of that pyramid that is so dope. Okay. I'm just gonna have to swallow my pride for a moment. This is not about me. This is about saving people. Let's go. So, 
what's the plan? Do we want to kill these suckers, or are we trying to be sneaky? And I think talk our we way should in, just try or? and sneak. Like, yeah, I think sneak as long as we can. Yeah, because absolutely. once we start killing people, there's no going back. Zola gets that kind of. You almost hear like a chuckle of Limburger <laughs> in the back of your skull. Well, we can try and sneak, but I think we'll have to do another distraction then because those four are like they're right in front of that door, mm-hmm. and there doesn't I don't. And he like scans, he sees those other trapezoidal kind of those tunnels that lead into the building, and he looks and he sees that they are connected to some nearby like factories and stuff mm-hmm. like that. We can try and like go a back route that way, but we'll be navigating several structures and that maze of tunnels. So yeah. it's either we sneak and take a much longer route, or we try and get past these guys in some way. Brainstorm. I have a rupt earth. Oh. Shit. I was going to say that maybe we could entice them into eating some rotten mango, but that's a better idea. <laughs> I was going to, like, um, put a mango oh, on a there's... string. It's like September it 11th is happening in front of them, and we're like, <laughs> would you like a fruit? Would you care for a mango, sir? Some tahini? Mango, mango. <laughs> and lime juice? Um, and just like tease it back like a carrot on a stick kind of thing. But like a mango on a stick. A mango on a stick, yeah. What? Right. Sorry, what were you saying we should do, Brick? <laughs> so you want to explode? Do you want to, do we want to go hard and fast with this? Do I, we want to hit them all at the same time with as much as we got? And then and get see if in. we can get in? I, I think I should try and, um, uh, I think I w- want to try and erupt earth. And then, like, have them, like, all, like, fall prone or be yeah. knocked down. And like then stealth back, self by them or, like, oh. or, like, have them be, like, maybe I could erupt Earth and... Give me I an mean, insight check. I'm a, Grim- I'm a Grimlock right now in case you guys didn't notice. So yeah. it's only you guys have to worry about getting through. I can just pretty much be like, oh, oh, and, like, go over and, like, try and like, exactly help, like help them up, basically. And then yeah. just be like, oh, you're good, you're good. You guys are good here. I I absolutely want to endorse I wish, this plan. I wish it's that, so funny. I wish our viewers could see you do the Grimlock hand motions you just did because really that was like That's that was did it for me. That's what's all that. What was that insight check? Twenty six. So, you know your magic. You see how tough these guys are. Your plan could work. There is a possibility where all of them fall prone to the spell and in whatever chaos Zola can kind of distract them and maybe draw their attention away, you guys would be able to sneak around them. That's certainly a possible plan that could go ahead. But you also know that if they succeed and don't fall, you have immediately cast a spell that will for sure cause destruction and draw attention here. So if you want to hit him with a high level spell that's going to do damage, you're going to want to take him as much out as you can. You're going to, instead of... They're too strong. They look too... They look too They look like hardy. they got um, uh, trunk, trunk calves. Mm-hmm. You know, you ever see guys <laughs> and their calves look like tree trunks? Trunk yeah. Like I, that guy could, I know that guy like could that. stand still <laughs> over like an earthquake. <laughs> the the narrator of this story looks down at their massive fucking calves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so basically, you gather that it would essentially like 
it would be a lot of quick movements happening. You're, yeah. you're relying heavily on it going all perfectly right. in that scenario. I mean, it never goes all perfectly. We so it's either you you rely on that, you know, take the risk, you instead you, destroy them, or you have another plan you yeah, haven't come up try with. To, we could try to deceive these guys. I mean, it's only four. It's not a barricade. It's not Plebo. It's not Erica. It's these guys. Mm-hmm. I could just go up to these guys real quick as Erica and be like, let me through. And then maybe I can. Or you can be up. panicked, like, get me inside quickly. I must. Be, get, I need to be safe. Get me into safety. Yeah. Either works. Yeah. I mean, it means us separating, but then maybe I can. You know, I'll call you guys, and and I can maybe open up a back door or something. Maybe I get into that tunnel or something. Not Is there so any other? <laughs> Based on your visual, you would gather that the back door entrance was what Smite was suggesting if you were to go like let's go into a forge yeah yeah yeah. that's what I'm saying so it would be a much it would be a long journey a longer journey for them but you could in theory distract them you could in theory I mean technically you guys are all in disguise right now you know what I mean if you wanted to sure. mechanically, if you wanted to do a group deception check yeah, with one of you leading the way, you let's could just, deceive your way in. Let's just try. Maybe I like um, Smite puts me underneath his arm and I look injured, and you say, "Let us in. We need to get to the safety or something like that." Oh, that's fucking. That's a good idea. That's and if idea. this all goes not according to plan, then we start then we chopping. Just, yeah, start chopping. All right. All right. He, but you, no, but we agree, no, like, erupting anything. Like, yeah. we should just, just try and assassinate yeah, these people. Yeah, exactly. Okay. You see you see, Smite squashes the fireball he had begun to form in his hands. Right, right, right. No erupting. We're just going to... Save that. Save, save that, that. Save. Got That's it. on the way out. It's on. <laughs> for the mummy trip. <gasps> what if... I was going to say for the mummy lord. <laughs> for the mummy lord. <laughs> what if I, once we're, if we get inside, I mm-hmm. erupt and block the entrance? <gasps> Definitely lock us in, lock them out, mm-hmm. and we Except still would have exits. Because if we, mm-hmm. I mean, if we eventually find our way to those tunnels, we can still kind of get out. Genius idea. This is why we plan. This is why we plan. I turn from <laughs> I a Grimlock. Love the crazy I love one. the crazy ones <laughs> that love to plan. I turn from Grimlock uh, into Erica. There's a little Ooh, PowerPoint dissolve hey. as you transform into the attractive Erica Boderica. Um, this beautiful drow woman in dark hooded robes. There a mirror anywhere nearby? Reflective surface, maybe? Yeah, you turn and there is a window nearby. <laughs> There's a koi pond. I primp. <laughs> I primp. I look in the... I primp in the koi pond. This, these underdark... This, you look in this koi pond, it's got like these pale cave fish in it that's mutated. No, was so resistant. No, it was like, um, there's no ponds here, actually. And now like, there's ponds. The one, yeah. I was like, well, they're, 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 uh, what is, um... They're like curated, like, like personal, aquifers. yeah, like little, like little things for people to use that the cavefish have made their way into. <laughs> so you guys, um, <laughs> you've got this insane plan. Uh, who, who is, who is leading the charge? Me as Erica, Erica Boderica. Yeah. I am okay. the injured one. Smite kind of he like keeps his head down, you know, like situates himself in his Omnimalum um like robes and cardigan. Um, tries to make it seem like he's a little bit like weaker, kind of hunched over as well, and he, he puts his arm under um under you, Brigitte, and holds you up a little bit straighter to kind of give the appearance that the two of you have come from whatever hectic mess is going on behind you. And the three of you come out from around this corner and begin to walk down the small street that 
that leads to this massive building. I am strutting fiercely. It's fierce strut. Absolute magnetic energy coming from Erica, but Erica right You're not now. helping me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, wait up, wait up. <laughs> Just struggling after you, like, faux limping. Hasn't decided which leg is the hurt one. You guys approach, and as you do, you see these... Durgar look up at you and one of them steps forward putting a hand on the hilt of his large like stone greatsword Hot! What are you doing here? Gentlemen we are under attack. We need to get these two inside Give me a deception check Um and Smite um like catches up and um puts a hand on your shoulder and goes We're in a lot of trouble man We just need to get in. We gotta talk to some guys in there and he's going to give you the help action. <laughs> cool. You know, spouting off tactical nonsense, being like, your person on the other side, on the other entrance, are guarding the... Yeah, yeah, and on. There's, <laughs> there's lots um, of... I cast, and I draw Pass Without Trace, and I cast Enhance Ability. Uh, I'm going to do ah, Eagle Splendor, and the target has advantage on Charisma Checks. On all Charisma Checks. Yeah. All right, so... All right. Smite, regardless of help, you're getting advantage on this. Roll twice, take the higher. I'm talking to them, but inside my mind, it's just eagle noises. I'm like blinking, trying to shake it out of my head. First one. Second one. Is a nat one. Second one. Double, double advantage, though, right? Is a five. Oh my god. I rolled a nat one on an inside check. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna say that there is a, a a palpable beat of silence. Like a full like 30 seconds of the two of you just looking at each other, eyes like like you're like eyes wide, like, what are you waiting for? He's squinting, kind of looking at you like, what the fuck is this? Well Um, I need one more deception check. And only because there are three other guards here. This is technically because Eagle of Splendor. Eagle Splendor. You do have advantage on this. 15. They got an 11. He looks at you. We have been standing here for an awfully long time. Sorry. I just got lost into my thoughts. Are you high on the job? No. Uh, he looks at his uh, one of the other stone guards who's like quickly ashing out a little joint. You will have to tell me your halfling hash dealer. Of course. I, I brush past them. <laughs> you shoulder past and push into these they large doors. They kind of think it's hot. They're like uh, flustered by how. It's def- I'm definitely trying to be mean hot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you push past and you put your hand to push to the door. The door does not budge. But one of the Duragar does step forward and go, Fräulein. And you see he traces a sigil into the door that once he finishes, you realize is the symbol of the Omnimalen. The cycloptic smiley face. It flashes blue and traces the door frame as it does that have an eagle too yeah, an eagle noise uh, <laughs> cause as the doors open um you nod to them smite is like thanks guys catch you on the break looks at you and like, you, like oh, what the fuck i'm talking Don't do about it. i'm just gonna shut up <laughs> um you guys head into the arcane laboratory and that is where I'll end our session today. <laughs> oh my Ooh. god, uh, what I, the fuck? A nat one on an inside. I really was like, this Almost is combat. A nat this one is combat. Off. I, I had ne- I've never encountered something like that before. I've truly, I've, I've known, I've heard of it happening on other shows, but I've never had dueling nat ones where I've had to be like, huh, 
what's the worst case scenario for both of these people <laughs> and how does it work out? Oh, man. Well, tune in to The Afterlife to hear us discuss <gasps> on how this episode went. On I'm the lore literally... we've learned and the, the nonsense we pulled and the pyramid that is... <sighs> you did this. I did and I love it. Um, if... every, every night that we go to sleep, Noah whispers in my ear, use the beans. Use the beans. Use them. And tonight... You will rest well knowing I will not whisper because I saw <laughs> you finally used them. Oh, my goodness. Well, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Try Not to Die. If you love listening so much and if you love this content, go check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash try not to die pod. You could be one of our powerful Eldritch patrons whom we we owe everything to. Uh, does anyone have any plugs? If you love listening out? so much, if, why don't you just marry it? If you want to marry this podcast but can't afford a ring, marry your money to us. Um, I'm, I'm plugging the page, baby. I'm peeing yeah. the pee all day. Yeah, I pee the pee as well. I just, I'm so desperate. I'm so horny for the musical episode. It's like, I need <laughs> to get there. Please get me there. All we're going to say is I'm that horny for it. Get me there. Stop edging us. We are halfway to our goal to our get it. Our patrons are collectively edging it's us. It's too hot in here. Uh, I just want to also say we were recording in um, a heat wave. In a heat wave. I am in, in, and the tropical to storm. limit your energy use. And all of my computers Fuck are the subways are flooded hot. right now. But here, here we are. New York apocalypse, baby. Causing um, an Omni Malum apocalypse. Fuck, man. It's because of the fucking it's tomb. Fucking tomb, baby. <laughs> Put a pyramid under a city. Look what happens. Pizza Rat's on the top of this tomb right now, chowing down. Like, what the <laughs> fuck's going on? Oh, my God. You, this is a great peek into the afterlife, <laughs> oh, folks. Oh, man. Um, so, yeah, check us out oh, on patreon.com slash try not to die pod. Check out all of the incredible content we've already got up there. I've, all the music is up there right now. We've got bonus. <laughs> episodes we've got a really awesome bonus really episode coming soon content search coming yes up very ten dollar tier. tier sign up it's gonna be Ooh, really, what is really it? fun it's gonna be spicy. Ooh, well, maybe we'll i don't t- even know it we'll tell you in the next session <laughs> it's just like the first episode of the afterlife <laughs> that i was on right? no i didn't know idea. anything <laughs> you do know it you're just forgetting you're forgetting you're forgetting you're forgetting, I'm forgetting. <laughs> um, i don't remember well thank you again once again for listening um till next time my friends try not to die All hail our eldritch patrons. Especially Anita, Becca B, Becca M, Colleen, Eclair, Emily, Jacob, James, Kate, Lucy, May, Nicole, Patrick, Roni, and of course, our producer, Daddy, Rose Evelyn Campbell. We thank you for these podcasting powers and promise to raise hell in your names. Till next time, try not to die. <laughs>